The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Our first text in the match from Damien says, Lads, don't be plumass in Galway, fellas. No, no one genuinely thinks Galway will win this, especially Kerry, fellas. A Kerry win is a formality, says Damien from Mayo. Well, Barry Cal, Paul Early, Mark O'Shea and first Peter Canavan are with us. Uh, Peter, last year for the All-Ireland final, Mayo went in as favourites against Tyrone on the back of having beaten Dublin dramatically in the semi-final and possibly a perception that they had done the hardest bit. Could it be that Kerry are going in because of having beaten Dublin narrowly in the semi-final, a perception they've done the hardest bit or is it actually because they are Kerry? Kerry won't let this slip. There is a danger that there could be a wee bit of complacency there, Matt, because I was in Kerry prior to the semi-final, and the Kerry supporters certainly want, you know, weren't uh, overconfident going into that game. Let's, uh, let's put it that way. Normally, with Kerry coming up to an All-Ireland semi-final, an All-Ireland final, there, there's a confidence and maybe even an arrogance about their supporters uh, when they expect Kerry to perform well in Croke Park. Um, the other thing about this game as well, Matt, your taxter mustn't have seen Galway teams play in too many All-Ireland finals because the one thing about Galway and the, the, the finals that they won back in uh, 98 and 2001 or 2002, they, were, um, they came in as underdogs, but they produced brilliant performances. And that's not just Galway county teams, they're club teams, when they get to Crook Park, whatever it is about them, you take Corathan, some of their finest performances were kept for Crook Park on St. Paddy's Day for an All-Ireland final. So I certainly wouldn't rule um, Galway out because I believe that they're going to come with a big performance. Um, but um, I still feel that the firepower, if, if Kerry can match their uh, competitive nature and their intensity, then I think Kerry just have that little bit too much up front and most importantly going into the last 10 minutes when you look at the two benches, Matt, certainly it's it's advantage Kerry. OK, but Mark O'Shea, Kerry celebrated the victory over Dublin like they had won the All-Ireland. And I suppose it had been so long since you'd beaten Dublin in Crow Park, that's understandable. But when you have that outpouring of emotion, is it, then maybe difficult just two weeks later to get back straight to the pitch again of it. It is, particularly when it's just two weeks, Matt. But I was glad to hear Jack O'Connor uh, in one of his interviews coming out and saying that the Dublin game will count for nothing if, if Kerry can't uh, repeat that performance and get over the line against Galway. Because, I mean, look, you saw what Mayo did last year. Again, beating Dublin, a huge win, a huge scalp. They did the same thing in 2006. But then for that big game, the final, you know, which which ultimately you're 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 defined upon, and they they just didn't do it. And uh, but look, we we haven't beaten Dublin since 20, 2009, and that was a huge game to get past that. And in the manner in which they did it, a tight game going down the stretch. So I think I think this is going to look. A lot of people are predicting Kerry to win, and, and whilst. I would agree with with most things Peter has said, and I, I'd also agree with the with the arrogance of the Kerry supporters because that is there. And down here, it should be very hard for the players to be listening to, to this because I think some some supporters think all we have to do is show up. I mean, you, you have to you have to remember Galway overcame a Derry team and an Armagh team. Take for example Derry; they beat the All Ireland champions Tyrone, they beat Monaghan, they beat Donegal, and and Galway, you know, got 
got to an All-Ireland final, beating Armagh, especially going into extra time with Armagh having all the momentum. So this is going to be a huge game. And you know, funny, we spoke about Jack O'Connor yesterday, um, Matt. I think that this game, it's going to come down to the, to the matchups, who's going to pick up who. But the one thing Jack O'Connor does, he, he looks at the opposition and he tries to, to see if their weaknesses. I remember we played... Mayo in 2004, the one area where we were going after them was we were going to kick long, high diagonal ball into the Mayo full back line, into the Kerry full forward line, where we had the Gooch, Darrell Kaneda, Johnny Crowley, who were all very good over their head. Now, if you cast your mind back to the quarter final, where Armagh looked as if they were dead and buried, what did Armagh do? They kicked long diagonal ball, and it was the one area where... Galway looked a small bit exposed, so maybe Jack O'Connor might look at that and see a weakness in the Galway defence. That said, Paul Early, Kerry have only scored three goals in their four matches this year, never more than one goal in any game, whereas Galway are the team who's able to get goals, 11 goals in five games. That's true, Matt, and uh, one of the interesting things about this, this game is that both sides have um, top sets of forwards, and in fact, just looking at the Galway forwards, you know, they have a fantastic spread of scorers as well. They have scored, I think, 5-10 from their half-forward line from play. And also, which is maybe a contrast to Kerry, the two midfielders have scored 114 um, from play between Killian McDaid and uh, Paul Conroy. So they have a bit of an advantage there. So they have, they have a, big, um, a big scoring threat uh, right, around, uh, right around the field. Um, and they've obviously shown quite a lot of incremental improvement uh, over over the uh, the last number of uh, last number of games. In contrast to that, however, Kerry have been the most consistent team uh, throughout the season, winning Division One of the league, Munster champions. Only lost one game against Tyrone when it when they were in the league final at that stage. And while Galway have had shown the ability to score goals too in the last uh, three uh, games, Kerry's you know, a defensive record has been outstanding and their concession rate has been about 12 scores uh, in the league and championship, uh, an average of 12 scores conceded to date. And that's been consistent right from the start of the, the league season. And we saw it even towards the end of the Dublin game when, yeah, Dublin were pressing and they had momentum, but Kerry's defence stood tight. Um, and even after the, uh, the Costello goal, Cormac Costello goal, they didn't concede any goal chances after that. And they did uh, dispossess Galway or Dublin when they were under severe pressure on a number of occasions. So while Galway have that capacity to score goals, I think Kerry's consistency and their ability to, uh, to keep the scoreline down will stand them in good stead on Sunday. Bar- Barry Cal, the reason I bring up the issue of the hangover from two weeks later was because... Galway had the drama of the penalty shootout victory against Armagh and credible scenes in the ground at celebration. And then when they came to play Derry, they started so slowly. And they were fortunate that they were only three points down after 21 minutes when they got their first score. Do you think, is there a danger for Kerry that they might start slowly uh, coming into this? And that how important is it then for Galway that they start far more quickly than they did in the semi-final? Yeah, well, I think Kerry will try and start fast, Matt. Um, it's something that they definitely targeted for the Dublin semi-final. Um, when you take a look at Sean O'Shea's goal, it was like David Moore, and that was certainly the tactic early on. And I think Kerry will adapt that again on, on Sunday. And I think from Galway's perspective, they absolutely just need to keep things tight. 
and contain Kerry for the first 20, 30 minutes and I suppose settle into the game as well. I mean, this is their first All-Ireland final in a number of years for all these footballers, whereas Kerry have a lot of players who would have featured three years ago against Dublin in both All-Ireland finals, the drawn game and the replay. So I think from Galway's perspective, the last day against Derry and I was in that, at that game in Crow Park on the Saturday they did everything wrong in the first 20 minutes to be honest they very much played into Derry's hands but once Comer got that point into the hill they seemed to settle and they started to build on that and I suppose play their way into the game they showed a lot of patience in that particular game but I think from Galway's perspective, they just need to stay in the game and not concede goals in the first 20, 30 minutes. Now, that's obviously easier said than done, but I think that will be their approach from Pork Joyce. And if Galway are still in the game around the 50, 55th minute, you know, they will have a lot of confidence developed and self-belief throughout that game. And I think Pork Joyce breeds that into the players as well. And, you know, Galway very much are coming up on Sunday believing that they can win that game on Sunday. So for me, it's certainly not a foregone conclusion, although I, I accept the fact that Kerry are favourites for it. But uh, Paul has said to us, Barry, about the massive improvement in Kerry's defence this year and it's now become one of their strengths. Yeah. But they also have brilliant forwards. And if you look at the teams, you probably concentrate more on the forwards and what they can do. And yet, an awful lot of people are suggesting this could be a tight, cagey, low-scoring affair. What do you make of that? Yeah, well, I think it would probably suit Galway if it is a bit more of a, a tighter affair. I mean, they, they did manage to come through that Derry game, which was obviously very low scoring. Um, and I think, but, you know, containing David Clifford is easier said than done. It is very much, you know, a two-man job that you can't really rely on one player to try and dilute his influence in the match itself. So you're very reliant, I think, Galway on their defensive system. I don't think they have outstanding individual defenders, but I think they do have a, a, a relatively good, compact defensive system that they're comfortable with and you know they've beaten a lot of good teams to get to the final match you know beat Mayo, Roscommon, Armagh and Derry and I think if they can keep Kerry uh, relatively quiet up front I think they still have the firepower to, to, to get enough scores to win the All-Ireland. I think they need more from their half forward line who was particularly quiet the last day they didn't really threaten the scoreboard and I'm expecting a big, big game from Shane Walsh. He was relatively uh, quietened in the last two couple of games against Armagh and Derry, obviously Derry with their defensive system. I think he'll get a little bit more leeway on Sunday coming up against Kerry and I think there's a really big performance in him. Um, and I, But I think for Galway to win, they'll need, they need the likes of shit. Shane Walsh to put in a man of the match performance because, you know, Kerry will be focusing on Damien Comer a lot. I think um, Tyg Morley will be dropping back from that centre-back position to try and cover off any ball going into him because we've seen the damage that he can do one-on-one. Um, so there's a lot of interesting matchups there, but I think the first 10 or 15 minutes are going to be crucial for Galway. So Peter Canavan, a lot of focus on David Clifford and Sean O'Shea and the brilliance that they display in the Kerry attack. But do Damien Comer and Shane Walsh have the potential to be every bit as influential? Uh, absolutely. And, and just to back up the point that Barry made, you know, in the Connors final, I think Shane Walsh was man of the match. In the quarter final, you had Matty Tierney and Rob Finnerty were superb. I think Killian McDade actually got man of the match that day in Armagh. And in the semi final, you had Damien uh, Comer, who put on a, a virtuoso performance at full forward. So, what happens if those four, four or five players all have a brilliant game? And it's, it's well within, you know, Galway's powers for them, for them to do that. Um, I think Kerry, yes, whilst they rely a lot on, on David Clifford and on, on, on Sean O'Shea, the other key man for the Matt, and he, he was outstanding in, in the second half, in particular of the semi-final, was Potty Clifford. 
and he put on an exhibition play of, of centre half forward play. He was the perfect link man, like like Brian McGuigan back in the day for us. As soon as he gets the ball, the very first thing he does is, is to look up, uh, see what's going on around him, and inevitably it's David. He's he's looking for inside, but he's also capable of you know foraging deep, winning ball, involved in turnovers, and as well as setting up play, he he can come forward and he can hurt you as well. So, um, aside from the Sean O'Shea and the peerless David Clifford. You have the Galway have to, you know, seriously worry about Potty as well. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they put one of the best, best man markers on him, and that could well be a job for Liam Suck. Mark O'Shea, have has David Clifford really given a seventy-minute performance this year? And how important will it be given that Sean Kelly, the Galway captain, kept him scoreless for play in the Sigerson Cup final this year? Yeah, that's going to be an intriguing battle, and all eyes will be on it. And uh, you know, Sean Kelly's a fantastic footballer. He, he's had a, a great year so far this year. It was great to see him uh, being eligible to play in the last game after the Armagh match. But, um, you know, I, I, I just think that if we can get enough supply of ball into David Clifford, no matter who's on him, and Barry's right, the, the, you know, the, the, the Galway team are going to double up. They're going to watch the Cork game. They're going to watch how Cork frustrated Kerry for 50 minutes. They're going to, to watch how, how teams get bodies back double up. Galway have been very good at that. You know, that all the talk is that Paddy Talley came to Kerry, but Keane O'Neill has gone to Galway as well, and he's had a huge, made a huge difference. So from a Kerry point of view, um, I think Peter is right too. You know, all eyes are going to be on David. What David is actually quite good at doing is is when when the attention is on him, he's very quick to to offload the ball and, and give it to somebody in a better position. Um, you know, there's no doubt that you know with 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 Galway, you've got some fantastic forwards. They've been mentioned: Damien Comer, Shane Walsh. And I'm I'm going to be watching this guy in particular, Shane Walsh, because I used to always be on my guard if I was marking somebody who was maybe quiet for a game before the the the, the game that we were playing them, or maybe quiet for two games. This guy is really due a big game, and I think that all eyes will be on him. But you've got other quality players on the team. You've Robert Finnerty. You know they've all been mentioned, match winners on their day. So I think there's a huge onus on the likes of Dermot O'Connor, Stephen O'Brien, Paul Ganey, or Killian Spillane, whoever's playing. These guys are going to have to up their game because they can't all just be depending on the David Cliffords. But yeah, it's there's no doubt about your question, uh, Matt. In terms of a 70-minute performance. Um, we probably have yet to see it but I think this man we've seen what he's capable of doing and once the supply of ball goes in and if he gets the supply of ball I think he could put on a master show Uh, Paul Early the Galway centre field perhaps not as dominant against Derry as it had been in the previous game against Armagh when they were certainly chipping in the scores could that be if they return to that form an area where Galway might have an advantage over Kerry? I don't necessarily think they'll have an advantage, but but I do think that Galway are more comfortable with the long kickout. So obviously um, they will be uh, they'll be targeting Paul Conroy kind of on the right hand side, and they tend to put an overload over there. But they have four, they have three big men now across the middle. They have Patrick Kelly, one wing. They have Matthew Tierney, who's a, who's very good in the air as well, and and very good at, at effective at winning throw-ins as well uh, and knocking the ball, particularly down to Damian Comer. I think they won against Armagh. They won the four. Well, it was well, yeah. The four throw-ins because it went to extra time, um, so they have big men across the middle, and I think they're comfortable in, in going long with the kickouts. Um, so, 
Uh, but equally, you know, Kerry of David Moore, one of the best fielders in the game. Obviously, Jeremy O'Connor is going to be around there as well. But a lot will depend as well if Gavin White is, is fit to play because if, you know, if he's, he's obviously lightning, lightning quick and the word is that maybe he won't play. Maybe Paul Murphy might come in there as, as uh, perhaps at wing back, giving away a bit of a height advantage again, you know, to, um, to a Matthew Tierney or a, or a Patrick Kelly. So I expect there'll be a lot of aerial contests around the middle of the field on Sunday and, you know, it appears that we're going to have a bit of rain on Sunday as well. So, you know, there's going to be a hell of a lot of breaking ball. Um, and uh, both sides are very, very effective. They're quick. They're aggressive in that in that area. So, yeah, the, the midfield battle, I think, on Sunday will largely dictate who wins this game. Uh, oh. Because I think there'll be a lot more long kickouts than the, than the short ones that we've seen to date. OK, Aisha, just before we take the right, Barry Cal, the, the issue of the kickouts, what do you expect the two respective teams to do there? Go play a short, go long. What are they going to do? Um, I think Kerry have more options, Matt, in that particular area. I think both uh, the goalkeepers are quite comfortable uh, going long with a 70-yard kick-out because they're confident in the height and mobility of, of their players around the middle third to win it. But one thing that did impress me the last day was Shane Ryan's short kickouts for Kerry against Dublin, particularly when Dublin put on the squeeze and Dublin had that real momentum after Cormac Costello's goal where Dublin had sort of dominated for 10 or 15 minutes there. The easy thing for Shane Ryan to do would have been to say, OK, I'm going to put it down and just lump it 70 yards down the pitch. But he had the confidence and also did the, uh, to play a short 20, 30 yard kick out and also you know, give credit to the half back line of the Kerry team who had the bravery to go for the ball and make those runs and they were very courageous in trying to get that short kick out so I think there is an advantage there from a Kerry perspective that they're very comfortable with their kick out strategy which isn't something that they had earlier in the season but obviously they've worked a huge amount on the training pitch and shared the Munster Championship with it so I'd give Kerry the slight edge in that department OK we're going to have to take a break we'll be back with Barry, Paul, Peter and Mark after this quick break OK, I'm going to ask our four guests to give about 90 seconds each on their prediction as to how they think the game is going to go on Sunday and why. Um, Mark O'Shea, as the, the biased one, and let's start with you. Yeah, well, look, I still think there's question marks over Kerry. They're always going to be there until they, to get, they get their hands on that elusive Sam Maguire Cup. Um, that said, you know, with Paddy and David in particular up front, and with Shawnee O'Shea, they do have match winners. Both teams have match winners, Matt. Uh, you know, so from that point of view, it will come down to the middle of the field, I think. Paul Conroy, um, you know, and McDade, and their battle with David Moore and Jack Barry, probably. I just think, just with, with, with the experience of being there in 2019, having coming short, huge expectations, um, you know, the, the, the match-ups in the back, you have the likes of... Tom O'Sullivan playing very well. Jason Foley's battle with Damien Coma will be huge. I think that one in particular, if Jason Foley can just get a bit of 50-50 even, I think will give Kerry a great chance because we all know what David Clifford can do up front. I think it'll be a lot tighter than people are saying, but I would just give Kerry the nod by a pint or two. <laughs> a Kerry man who's cautious. There we go. Paul Hurley, what do you think? I think it might be from a Galway point of view, more defensive in the first 15 or 20 minutes. I think Kerry will try and blitz Galway. Going back, Mark mentioned this back in 2004. It was Jack O'Connor's first season. I think in charge of Kerry, they played Mayo. They, he identified in advance that the Mayo full forward line was quite small. Full back line. The full, the, uh, well, the full, the, the full forward line oh, yeah. was quite small, which meant that they, they, the defence in training wouldn't have been dealing with a lot of high balls. Ah. So they, they targeted the full back line 
uh, and uh, it was the day that Gooch kind of um, emerged as a, as a, as a superstar. Um, so I'd say we'll probably see some tricks tomorrow, perhaps from both uh, both teams, um, and uh, we'll, we, we might see that long diagonal ball, both into Damian Comer as well, who's very effective under the high ball, but uh, perhaps into Paul Ganey, who's good in the air as well. We saw it in the 2014 final. Mark was involved in, you know, early on, they created a mismatch, high ball into Paul Ganey and a Dun- Donegal defender who was smaller, stuck it in the net, and it was, you know, a narrow win for, for, for Kerry in the end. Um, so KG early on, from a Galway point of view, Kerry will go at them. I, I think um, if Galway can hold out, it gives them a great opportunity. Uh, there are parallels, interestingly, with Park Joyce's first All-Ireland in 1998. They beat Derry in the semi-final. They go into the final as underdogs um, and didn't play well in the first half, as they haven't done in the last, uh, in the last two games, but then produced very strong second halves uh, and have the players, obviously, to kick the scores. But I just think, from a, as I said at the outset, the consistency of Kerry right throughout the season, um, the meanness of their defence uh, with the, the low concession rate, and the experience that of, of those key players, those four players who played in 2014 and a number of others who played in the two finals a couple of years ago, and the impact off the bench. Okay. Uh, the two Spillans, Paul Murphy maybe, Gavin Crowley and, and others might just swing it in, in, in Kerry's favour by perhaps three or four. Barry Cahill? I think it's a dangerous game uh, for Kerry on, on Sunday, uh, Matt, with, with Galway going in as underdogs. And I think a lot of the Galway players actually didn't play to their potential in the semi-final. And that's always something that I'd be wary of, that you know, even though they got the victory and it was a great, great win for them getting back to a final, first time in, in a lot of years, I think a lot of players will feel there's a lot more in them and they want to put a uh, put on a display on Sunday. And um, the big advantage I think Kerry have is their bench. And obviously a lot of all Ireland's over the last number of years have come down to the last five, ten, fifteen minutes and who has an impact off the bench. I don't think Galway have a fully developed squad um, of All-Ireland potential winners that will be able to have an impact off the bench compared to the likes of Kerry. Um, they have guys that they can interchange that they can bring in and they have match winners there as well. We saw what Killian Spillane did in the All-Ireland final three years ago when he came on uh, late against Dublin. So I think the big thing for me is the fact that Kerry uh, have that bench and I suppose they will have got that confidence and that self-belief to another level given that victory over Dublin. Okay. The fact that they won a tight game coming down the stretch and managed to sneak over, I think that'll be enough for them to get the to get the win by maybe two points on Sunday. Last word to you, Peter Canavan. Yeah, we're all strapping up Kerry here, Matt. Um, <laughs> I've already predicted them. Um, I do believe it's going to be KJ and it's in Galway's interest. They'll not want to leave space the way Dublin did at the start. And, and they were blitzed, you know, in the first 20 minutes, Kerry scored 1-6 against Dublin and after that when Dublin did get the grips of them and were quicker to get bodies back you know it was over an hour when you count injury time and whatnot they only scored 8 points so definitely there'll be more short kickouts than long kickouts and I wouldn't be surprised and if that is the case Kerry could well be tempted not to play Jack Barry and play a more mobile player like, like Dara Moynihan that's a big call that they're going to have to make but uh, I do believe they've greater strength and depth and they've got the best player playing the game at the minute. And come Monday evening, Matt, you'll be asking us that David Clifford the best player ever to, to play Gaelic football. That good? He is. He, he's something else on him. You know, you question him, you know, playing a full 70 minutes. When the chips were down against Dublin, he was still looking for it. He won the, the, the free at the very end. I think he is. He, he, he's something else. And if Kerry can get the ball to them. You're passing he, the throne over there, Peter. 
not at all. Not at all. Uh, I think many people would agree with me, Matt. Um, he's, he's getting better. He's awesome. He's bringing other players into the game. And literally, there's going to have to be two, okay. two goggly men on him if they're, you know, to, to quieten them at all on, on Sunday. Peter Canavan, Mark O'Shea, Paul Early, Barry Cal, thank you. We look forward to the game so much and talking about it again on Monday evening. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.